What is going on, everybody? Kamusta kayo lahat mula sa Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao, or wherever the heck you are on the planet. This is your one and only Jake of All Trades, the place to be for any niche, every genre, and all generations. I'm your master of ceremony, D to the E to the L-R-O, a.k.a. J-D-R, a.k.a. the Extraordinary Introvert. So before we start, apparently may sumasabay na asa sa akin, but it's all part of the experience, right? So... Uh, welcome, guys. This is Honesty Take Two. Um, I won't act like this. That's is a my perfect... dog. I'm sorry. I won't act like this is a perfect recording, but you know, I'm gonna break my rule for a little bit. But basically, shit happens, and I'm sorry. But uh, anyways, we're back here on another episode. Uh, this is the continuation of the adulting series, and uh, we are joined today by two very wonderful guests. So the last time we got to hear about the experiences from the adulting king in this case mark this time around we're going to hear from the adulting queens and uh another difference the first guest was is already in his 30s so he's been there done that he's had his quarter life crises but uh these next pair of guests they're currently in their 20s just like me and they're continuing to traverse through the life of adulting and uh this is actually a very highly demanded episode my parents actually wanted me to tap you guys in the moment i launched this podcast so after a couple of episodes here and there, here we are. Finally, I finally got both of these wonderful guests in. So without further ado, let's give it up for my good cousin Leah Alejo and for her good friend Nikki Almario. Come on, on come on down to the chat. So, hi guys. Thank you very much, Jake, for that very enthusiastic introduction. So I'm Leah. I'm Leah Alejo. I am 23 years old. Uh, I graduated in 2018 in Ateneo with a degree in Diplomacy and International Relations or DIPI Art in Ateneo. And currently, I'm a qualitative research associate in a market research company. So that's me. Nice. nice and, stuff. <laughs> sorry. And um, I'm Nikki Mario from. I just graduated from Management Economics last May 2020, so yes, I'm a quarantine grad. Um, <laughs> I also have a minor in Spanish, and currently I'm still job hunting, but I work part-time for my family businesses, so I'm like, I do marketing stuff on the side, and I do secretarial work on the other wow. side, so yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. That's, very, <laughs> that's a very great... Um, detailed resumes from the both of you i feel like hearing those alone will give me a glimpse of what this episode will look like it's gonna be jam-packed and i feel like this these girls are gonna give very solid valuable knowledge and pieces of advice to most of my viewers by the way who i'm like i said earlier or in the previous episode it appears that most of my viewers are ranged between 18 to 27 years old so most of my niche audience are those who are in the middle of their adulting crises so i'm sure you guys are gonna do great service to my viewers so let's get the show on the way um so before we start are there any wacky crazy adulting stories you guys would like to share i'm sure I'm, i don't think we got to discuss this with mark the previous time but uh or extensively that is but now is there your chance to fill in for that so are there any weird amazing stories you would like to share the moment you guys got out of college so Leah can start I guess okay so this is uh, during my application during an, for an internship so 
one of the things that I wrote there, like additional skills or special skills there, was that I took some basic Spanish because of my high school days, and then some basic French because I took some French courses during my junior year. So when I think when my bosses um, saw that in my resume, um, one of them spoke full on French on me. So I was like, oh. No, I'm sorry. I did not quite understand that. I'm very sorry. <laughs> so that was a, <laughs> that was quite a slap on the face. But thankfully, I still got the internship. So that's good. All good. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That's your welcome to the real world moment right there. <laughs> All right, Nikki, yes. your turn. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so like when I graduated, right? I'm I'm applying for different jobs. Got like. Uh, rejected from like a few because there's not much that are like offering. So um, my friends, since I have a minor in Spanish, they all tagged me and joked about, oh, you should apply to our high school. Like you should um, apply as a Spanish teacher. And I was like laughing along. And then my mom sees it, and she was like, you should you should apply. And like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I can't teach children. No puedo enseñar las niñas. No, not teaching children. I don't want to teach the children. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is a very that is a very multilingual entrance to adulthood, to say the least. On one <laughs> end, one is trying to learn French on the spot. On the other hand, you have someone being persuaded to learn Spanish as her first um, medium of you know earning income. That is very <laughs> amazing indeed. Very out of this world. Very extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So now with your stories out of the way, uh, what were some of the things you guys did in order to survive the world of adulting? Like, were there any pieces of advice that you guys received? Were there any own discarded moments that you guys pulled off yourselves? Um, I would like to know these, and I'm sure some of my listeners would, as they are trying to navigate their own world of adulting themselves. So. Uh, yeah, basically for my next question, what are some of the things you guys did and what are some of the pieces of advice that were given to you in order to survive this cruel and cold world we live in apparently? Hmm. So maybe for me, um, one of the things that I guess most fresh graduates are frustrated about is that when employers um, look for um, new hires, some of them require at least some months of experience, years of experience. So, of course, being fresh graduates, we do not have that kind of experience. So, maybe a good advice that was given to me during that time was that maybe you can gain experience in internships. Um, internships are like mm-hmm. a job, but of course, it's not like you're not hired as an employee. But an intern, you do the thing that they ask you, they ask for help. Um, you get the knack of things inside um, that place where you're interning in, and then and that and that way you can gain some experience. So, I think that's a good way to start. Um, of course, some um, do not require it, but maybe for me as a personal um, thing, it did help because I got some of the things there, like oh. Um, confidence and growth. Nice, nice. I actually like the answer right there. The whole exposures of first in the in the world of working through internships. Mm-hmm. Because even though like they're not paying you full time yet, 
it still pays to have you know experience, uh, exposure, and for yeah. pragmatic purposes, nakatulong to sa pagdagdag ng mga info sa CV or sa cover letter. So yeah, very good advice right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Nikki? What were some of the things you did in order to survive? Well, um, the thing is, like, my parents really encouraged that. Oh, you're not. It's gonna be hard to find a job. Why don't you like study a little bit? So they encouraged you to take like online classes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, hmm, what's been keeping me safe? Well, it's hard to keep sane actually, because like. When I see in like LinkedIn, a lot of my batchmates have gotten jobs because like they have been applying since like March, February, mm-hmm. February. Like mm-hmm. for me, I was, I did not get the chance to do that. Like I applied for a job on December, it didn't work out, and then um, like like April, sorry, March, I was like, okay, I have too much things to do because I had something to do with COA, the Council of Organizations of the Ateneo. <clears throat> I also had like my own ACADs, my thesis was still ongoing, so it's just, it would be like really hard to like, um, you know, balance doing all three, plus I still have like my own social life on the side. <clears throat> so, um, you know, like now I felt like I forget, I, I was having a feeling that I'm regretting not doing those things earlier because like now everyone has a job but I don't have a job I was like getting sad because like oh no all my friends got jobs and then at one point I was also getting like kind of um, pissed because like is this part of the bad words? No it's okay go ahead go ahead. Okay. I kind of got pissed because like I've seen I have like friends whose friends are influencers or like you know they're very famous in social media and like for me it kind of sucks that oh like yeah maybe they're students or yeah maybe they're out of college but like their livelihoods and their everything is being being affected because they're still getting sponsorships they're still making their youtube videos they're still getting money from Mm -hmm. it so i'm like wow like y'all don't have to work so hard and Mm -hmm. then you're still getting money and i'm like here i am like scrambling trying to find a job like you know all of that and i was getting super like sad about it and then um my friends and having my friends and like i also have seen a counselor recently they've said um don't compare yourself to others and just do it slowly like um you have that goal in mind to get a job don't compare like uh, tunnel vision it like whatever with uh, with all your other problems muna Let's solve one problem at a time. So right now, get a job if you can find if and not. Nah, we could find like you know we could find one and all that. And then, yeah, and like don't don't compare yourself to other parts. Others part is hard, but like it kind of goes into into the um everyone has their own pace and thing. Life isn't a race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, even th- if now I'm not like satisfied just um, working part time for my parents, at least like I'm also doing other stuff on the side. So like that's my journey right now. And maybe in like a month or two, I would have a job, like an actual, um, you know, mm-hmm. an actual paying, not with my parents' job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, thank you for all your stories, guys. Um. Mm-hmm. 
especially Nikki's. Like, well, of course, I had to take away from Leah, but Nikki's was so relatable yeah, to what I was going through this whole year, even before the whole pandemic started. Because I like what you touched on about you starting to get a little bit mad at yourself, a little bit, in, or a whole lot insecure. Because believe it or not, guys, I've actually went through all these things myself. Because with the whole new normal happening, it was so hard for me myself. Like having been out of college for a whole year already, still scrambling while you have fellow batchmates of mine already getting ranked up to certain higher levels and stuff. It was starting to take a toll on me. And personally, I myself started to get insecure and all that. But hearing these stories from you, and also hearing Leah's early struggles before finding her own security, like it made me realize that, hey, I'm not alone in this boat. I'm not alone in my own journeys of struggles and setbacks and adversity. It just goes to show you that life ain't perfect and more so the adulting life, especially. There's gonna be so many roadblocks each and every one of you guys will be facing. But I guess uh, the main message all of us are trying to imply through these uh, two girls over here is to just, you know, stop comparing yourself and to just realize that you have your own pace and that everything else will start clicking in its mm-hmm. own perfect time. Yes, I agree. And especially since adulting, there is no like set rule book or a handbook for that. And of course, we know that there are a lot of people or teens or young adults in our age going through the same thing but it's not being really expressed explicitly maybe because they're kind of shy or embarrassed about their experiences about getting rejected and not getting the interview not getting the position but i would say it's all part of um growing up it's part of growing up it's part of life it's part of building your character because of course you all we're all gonna have our own fair share of um rejections and failures but it's all part of life and we should not be embarrassed to talk about it Oh yeah, definitely. Of course, with the right people. Of yes. course, <laughs> that's true. That's what my my counselor also said. Like, don't be afraid of failure, or rejection, because you'll just never um, move forward if you're gonna keep doing that. Like, um, I don't know. It's like if you keep looking. It's a weird um, thing that if you keep looking at your past, you're not gonna move forward. If you keep looking too much in the future. You're not gonna look, or you're really be too anxious about the future. You're not gonna move forward. But at the same time, it's like people are like, you have to also live in the present, or else you'll miss out on everything. So it's it's just weird. Like, you know, <laughs> live, live in the present. Remember your past, and don't make it hold you back. But um, don't get anxious of your future. Like, use it as the anchor to like make you move forward. Like that's what that, that's another advice that I got from someone. Yeah, that is so true. That is so correct. I think it's all about perspective, especially now in this very unpredictable times. I think too much overthinking about the future's uncertainties and all that will just get you dumbfounded. Meanwhile, too much looking back on the past, which is something I myself am guilty of personally. It's not going to make you move forward. So it's really just finding a perfect balance. It's really just, you know, Sabinilia, like finding the right people to talk these with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this actually leads me to another tip that I have. And in the previous episode, we didn't really touch upon this, touch up upon this. But I feel like this is also very timely now. Uh, adulting isn't just about filling up government IDs, 
applying, submitting resumes to certain companies and all that. Yes, that's the bulk, but it's not the entire piece. It's not the entire cake, basically. Adulting also involves a lot of letting go. So there's gonna be so many old friendships you had back in your childhood that will slowly drift away, whether you like it or not. So I actually wanna discuss these with you guys because as much as I'm the extraordinary introvert, I'm surrounded right now by two very extraordinary extroverts. So I wanna know your perspectives on what it means to start detaching yourself from certain people, even though deep down you want to be friends with them for life. So um, I guess, I don't know, anyone can start, but I guess Celia Muna because she's the oldest of the three of us. <laughs> hmm. So maybe it's not a matter of really detaching fully, but it's more of managing um, time because of course we're all busy doing our own things. Um, I can't force them to like, hey, talk to me. Come on, just give yeah. me some time, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I can't do that. So it's really um, adulting in this in this sense. It means a lot. It entails a lot of um, patience and understanding, especially because we don't see each other anymore every day. Not like in school. Um, of course, they have stories about their lives that they're not telling me, or they haven't they haven't had the chance to tell me. So it's really all a matter of understanding and patience and that, okay, maybe she, he or she can talk to me right now because um, maybe they're busy. It's okay. We can, talk, we can talk another time. So it's really that, it's, that's my way of framing. Uh, that's how I frame my mindset right now with my friends. And of course, um, making new friends. That's good because of course, now in a different environment, I'm not in school anymore. I'm at work and I have work friends. I have school friends and... It's also a matter of um, gaining new friendships, new relationships, new um, connections. So it's also balancing those old friendships and new friendships, but of course, ultimately, not letting anyone go if I can't because if I can because um, that's how my character gets built. Um, I, I still remember my past relationships, my past friendships, and of course, holding on and um, um, building my new uh, my new one. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a balance again as you said yeah. <laughs> it's all about balance yep, definitely aspect. definitely <laughs> yes for me it's um it's just like what Leah said it's like it's a balance but it's also finding time to have to, to spend with um friends I, I don't know, because I, I was the type that I have really low maintenance friendships. It was only mm-hmm. this year I realized before I graduated, like, oh my gosh, I feel bad that I didn't get to spend that much time with certain friends because yeah. I was I was yeah. too busy. I, you, know, you know that feeling that you're so busy with your goals or where you're going that you kind of forgot that, you know, you still... You you spent so much time on that you forgot that you have friends to spend time with all that, so um, yeah it's still trying it's just like what you said trying to find the balance and time for your friends like both new old whatever and trying to find the balance between what you want to do in your life mm-hmm. and like I also had like that that weird thankful not really thankfulness but like. Because quarantine is like such a standstill, talaga. So like, yeah, super, super. What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened was like with my friends, we ended up talking more because of quarantine. Because mm-hmm. like they're all, they're all pretty lonely and sad too. So like on Friday, like 
let's say on Fridays I have something scheduled with my college friends on um, Saturdays we have something scheduled with the ACMG alumni and like yeah, ACMG was our org like all three of us were all in the yeah. same org mm-hmm. in college mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then like on different days it's just spontaneous but like my high school friends would like all chat in our group chat and all that like before quarantine our group chat was like active last active like January mm-hmm. and now it's like active every week so it's like oh that's cool mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. wow that's that's pretty amazing because my dad actually has a similar situation because now uh, actually just a while ago he just came from a conversation with all six of all five of his siblings all over the world so that never happened during the new norm or that never happened pre-new normal so I guess going mm-hmm. back to what Nikki mentioned really if anything this is the best time to rekindle old friendships but uh, I also have to go back to what Leah mentioned earlier about how even though there may be some friends that are veering drifting away from you baka mailan na ghost for no reason like you may may have not done so anything at all but you know they're just ghosting you for no reason you know that's the reality but as yeah. much as you have these type of friends that drift away for no reason, uh, there are also new acquaintances, there are new colleagues, there are new uh, friends nga, that you meet outside the world of adulting. So, since I mentioned earlier, you guys are extroverts and I'm the lone introvert here. Uh, what are your takes on this idea of networking in terms of it being a very integral piece when it comes to adulting? Like. How do you actually generate or gain, you know, as much friends as you can that are not, you know, of your own, that are very diverse, that are very different from the ones you've had uh, during your schooling years, so to speak? I'll let Nikki start. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not really... Okay. Because, like, in fourth year, I had, like, uh, I've met, like, a good amount of people like uh the guy i'm dating now is actually like not even at and he's from la salle wow <laughs> crazy <laughs> that's, that's like a that's like a far off world there so the thing was um for me it's you just well the story was like um how i met like the guy and like his group of friends was i went on a date with a guy's roommate and then because of that like i got introduced to like <laughs> And everyone in his in their group circle of friends. So it's like that in a way. Like I'm not saying the advice is go on a date with someone <laughs> that you're gonna meet. They're all you're gonna make more friends through that. Yeah, but like, yeah. and a, a lot <laughs> of people. It's like for a lot of people, it's not just it's um, make, making friends is really to get out of your comfort zone. Like even for an even for an extrovert, it's like. Yeah, I could have like so many friends, but like you have to know that when you have to network or when you have to make friends with people, it's get out of that com- comfort zone. Like, you know, like for me, the pro- my comfort zone was I have a lot of friends, but they're mostly Atneans. They're mostly from UP, like they're Katip people. So mm-hmm. it's really those are the people like I've known for four years of college, and like these people are from Taft, and then like it's harder to relate because in Katip we have all the same bars we have all the same um, 
places we eat and go to and then like in Taft it's like oh they have their own bars they have their own culture in Taft that's like way different from Katip so mm-hmm. it's to get out of that comfort zone and try to learn a little bit about like how um, things are like it's not even that different because we're all in college Sorry, we were all in college and we we're like all um, you know young adults but the fact that oh the school cultures of all of our schools are different and the cultures of like the streets where our, um, where our universities are located are different so there's that hmm. wow <laughs> <laughs> that whole dating story was very <laughs> Out of it's this world. <laughs> like, <laughs> Artly, before I interject, like, uh, do you have anything to add, like, with regards to the mm-hmm. whole networking thing? Networking thing. Okay. <laughs> so maybe um, something to give it a concrete background. So, an intern, the internship that I attended, um, I was with international um, citizens. Um, they were from Europe. They were from the United States. They were from South America. Asia and all over the world so it's really it was a literal networking because I'm one of the few Filipinos there and maybe one thing that kept me going because of course even though you, you claim or you say that I'm an extrovert of course there are times where I am also shy I am also mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. want to keep to myself of course I'm not an in, I'm not an extrovert 24/7 so one thing I keep in mind there is just you know <laughs> just to um, let the personality that my known the personality that I know of myself to like shine through. So it's not overthinking anything, just letting them know who I am as a person genuinely. Because of course it's my first time to meet them, and vice versa. So it's really just that, um, just um, knowing myself and just letting people know who I am genuinely. So I know I know who will they will be also in the field. and create new friends and connections right there. Yeah, um, you guys hit it on the dot right there. Um, it's all about just finding a right balance between choosing your friends and just uh, as much as it's very important to try to befriend everybody, at the same time, you can't be everyone's best friend then. Like, it's all about just yeah. finding your solid network or just finding your solid inner circle that will keep you going, that will keep you sane, that will just keep you uh, on the lookout, basically. Like, for the most parts of you know the week or the month or even the year i think it's all about mm-hmm. picking and choosing the ones that will really be by your side and will really just uh defend you and also know where you can improve on you know yeah uh, for you know the majority of your life so those are some very interesting networking stories <laughs> anyways um yeah i know we've been spilling a lot of tea um but uh again I guess if I were to share the man, you know, I'm basically the exact opposite. I'm such a huge introvert. I'm such a huge, I'm a very reserved person. I'm sure these two couldn't agree with me anymore. Like I'm sure in school, I was this very timid guy, big guy out there. And uh, some lahat dinad mako back in college. I'm really sorry. Like if anything, if you if you guys want to guess for me to make up for my timid facade like by all means you know just kulit mo lang ako sa DM like I'm, I'm down I'm down to make up for my uh, for my snobbish moments with you guys but uh <laughs> yeah I guess that's also the reason why I started podcasting as 
a new means or as a new way to transition into my adulting uh, life mm-hmm. because you know I'm an introvert so that means that I'm not Make no mistake about it, the very first episode that I have, I was really sweating as heck because even though I was talking to myself, I knew that I was going to submit this stuff to a, a wide audience and it's a worldwide audience, mind you. I've had people from Canada, US, yeah, even Australia <laughs> pull up to my podcast <laughs> and say, yo, you're amazing. So that in itself was d- difficult for me, even though I'm not getting paid, even though it's not an employment thing, it's still an adulting thing because it's getting out of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. It's doing something you're not really you don't want to do, but at the very least you're 50-50 about it because of the anxieties, because of the inner voices that give you fear and all that. But uh, mm-hmm. here I am now, six episodes in, and you know we're still growing, we're still continuing. And I'm really grateful to the both of you for just being all in to my new project. Like I truly appreciate it. Support. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not an I'm not an uh, I'm an extrovert, but I don't think I can do what you're doing. You're really good. <laughs> I can do podcasts. <laughs> Only guests. And like, <laughs> even if my friends and I plan how to do like how to podcast, like the podcast, our our problem is we have no coherent like you know plans or anything. It's like when I saw your podcast, like wow, you have like topics. It's like even though it's so chill. It's like there's a there's like a structure to how you podcast. So I'm like, I can't do that. There's no structure if my friends and I would never podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I do try to structure it, even though like I try to cater to as much topics as much people in general. Like it's really me trying to be as inclusive as possible while maintaining, you know, a certain amount of organization. Because at the same time, kung masadong scattered naman, kimapinagusapan ko baka all of a sudden, mawala na ng, you know, listeners and all that. But more importantly, baka maguluhan lang ako personally. So, yeah, I'm truly uh, appreciative of the fact that you notice how I structure my episodes, how I curate and handpick them myself. So that's amazing stuff. So, um, now that we've discussed, you know, working, uh, government IDs, networking, is this stay-at-home... Uh, structure another indicator of being an adult because usually the welcome or the initiation to adulthood your welcome to the real world moment is if you move out of the house but now that we're stuck gonna be stuck here for quite some time can you still see yourself adulting like despite you know still being stuck with family uh, still being in the same house for an X amount of years like just tell me about this whole new <laughs> work from home or just stay at home setup being integral to the world of adulting, especially right now that we are in this never ending cycle of the new normal. I mean, honestly, in my family has that thing that we're really, we're really like, oh, you're not married, stay in the house. <laughs> you're not, like, I think the, the only time you're going to yeah, you're, you're, the things we're gonna condo is if we live too far from our anything, and like even if I live too far, like I tell my parents, like oh, if I'm applying for DOF. Uh, fingers crossed that I'm still I'm still applying, guys, for mm-hmm. DOF. Uh, what's this? I told them I'm gonna apply for DOF, and it's like strategically, my brother has a condo that is close to DOF. 
because uh, like DOF is in Manila, it's in Mala- it's in the Malate area, and then yeah, his yeah. condos in Taft. It's very it's far. Like, <laughs> it's like five minutes away. My brother, my brother con- condos because you know it's hassle to go back to Katip every day just to go yeah, home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So like for me, I was like telling my parents that, and they were like, "No, you're going back home regardless of wherever your job is." I'm like, okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think moving out. I don't think any of that's integral to adulting. I think like the biggest integralness, if that is a word, to being an adult is um, slowly making your own independence. And like living with your family is still, you can still find your own independence even while you live with them. Like if um, you know, like let's say with your finances, like. Before it's like your parents would pay for your deliveries, like whatever or whatever you want to buy. But then now it's like, oh, since you're, you know, like they're not gonna give you allowances or anything. So it's your your job just to like mm-hmm. make the money and budget how you're gonna use your money per week because you can't over you can't you know plan. Uh, I'm gonna save up this amount of money. And then I'm gonna buy this thing in Shopee the next week. Yeah. You can't do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like you'll have to like plan, okay, if I have like this much disposable income, I'm gonna splurge. That's like <laughs> I think that's how like one thing of independence and like the other is like yeah. maybe others would be like honestly, like obviously like if you have a job or you're doing your job, it's your own I have to balance the time between, you know doing my job and like being at home with the family even though you're still at home because uh what, I, what i've noticed with like a lot of my friends is they've made a spot in their house where they could just do work it's like their little office and like in my house um my little office is like the dining room because i know i'm gonna fall asleep in my bedroom and like it's a weird <laughs> thing because like Less than five feet away, my Lola is painting her portraits and her mm-hmm. landscapes. And like, I have to pretend my Lola's not there so I can have that <laughs> sense of like, I'm being independent. <laughs> I'm being a working adult in my um, working space. I'm not at home just wearing pambahay while doing work. That's mm-hmm. like what I'm. Mm-hmm. That's like what I try to do to feel there's like some separation of home and work. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's basically me and my dad every day because you see the monitor right there. That's actually where my dad works. Like that's his office every single day. And this table is where I do my recording. So I can really relate to what you're going through right now, Nick. So, uh, so it looks like you're very used to a stay-at-home setup. But I'm sure for Leah over here, I'm sure this is torture for you right now because if you guys don't know, she's been through all the places. She's been there, done that. She's been through Europe. She went through New York. I'm sorry <laughs> with all this, but bottom line is she's been she's all everywhere. around the world. She's everywhere. So I'm sure now that she's stuck at home like the rest of us, this must be living torture for you. Is that a yes or <laughs> kaya naman? Have you I would say well? yeah and a no. <laughs> but I can 100% agree with Nikki, especially gaining independence while at home like if that even makes sense but in a way because um living outside the house like it's like every family every filipino household 
you can only get out when you're married. So okay, that's out of the question. So it's really gaining your own small independence, small steps of independence here at home. And then especially now that um, working from home, the the lines between work and out of work um, hours are being blurred. So sometimes at night I would do some work just to ca- um, catch up with the work for the next day. So it's in a sense it gets tiring that way because um, how I relax after work would be like um, hanging out with friends or going out, eating outside, going to cafes. That's my thing. And yeah, of course, yeah. I can't do that right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a real challenge for me right now. Working from home is quite challenging, but um, it helps to have your own little office. So I have a desk here. That's where I do my work. Um, and then just being isolated like from outside the house. So I don't hear any noise or like no one can just really just call me and um, expect me to do, uh, to do some um, other work. So it's really focusing on office work for some for the day and then that's it um it's quite difficult and challenging but i am um taking it day by day just like adulting <laughs> yeah that's what it's all about really just the daily grind even though we think that the things we do are simple it's really just baby steps that matter it's what makes us develop and grow into like more fully renowned professional adults like even that small trip to the grocery that signature on that government ID just mm-hmm. making sure your parents are staying at home and you yourself are doing the groceries the market trips these may seem simple back mm-hmm. then but these are like very extraordinary chores now in this special time that we're living in yes <laughs> and staying home is just no different it's nothing different at all can I say something funny in regards to um, government IDs? Go ahead, go ahead. I okay. So the week before quarantine was um was uh was career fair in Ateneo, so it was like all the career stuff was there, and they even had like a booth to help us apply for government IDs. So I was scheduled for um the following week to get my, to like get my NBI clearance to get my SSS. Like the following week and the week after that, and then all of a sudden, quarantine. So, yeah, I do not have any of my government IDs just because of that. Oh my gosh, that's sad. Oh no. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's a special understanding. It's an it's an extraordinary situation. So I think it can be understood. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, As with anything, uh, it's all about timing. Yeah, I'll be back in a little bit because um, I'm just going to do something for a sec. Sorry. No worries, no worries. All right. All right. No worries. Yeah. See you guys in a bit. All right. Take care, take care. All right, so welcome back, guys. Um, So as you guys noticed, Nikki had to go a little bit, do some errands, even though it's a Sunday as of this recording. But we are now back. And... uh. While off-air, uh, we figured that it would be nice to talk about some of the hobbies, some of the things that would be worth doing while keeping yourselves sane in this very new season that we're dealing with, which is adulting. So, since Leah was the one who suggested this segment, you uh, can for us. <laughs> okay, so um, one of the 
few things I bought last year with my own first salary and whatever. It's a ukulele. So, so now during the quarantine, I've had a lot of time to learn how to play it, how to learn a few songs, and it's what's keeping me sane during this um, quarantine because um, learning a new song every. I try to learn a new song every day and learning and hearing myself play it. Um, it's actually quite energizing, and I'm quite happy with how I'm doing. <laughs> so that's one, playing a new instrument. I never thought that I would play an instrument until this part. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. I've seen your stories and saw <laughs> my potential, to say the least. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, post them I, in your I, highlights. Post them in your highlights, para magita ng iba. Don't make it just ah, your sure. two friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so for Leah, so, it's ukulele. For Nikki, naman, it's for me. Um, I got back to my old, to an old habit because I, in college, I didn't really draw as much because mm. uh, I was like, because when I draw, it was usually in class, and when I draw in class, I don't listen at all. So now I'm like, I'm going back to drawing. <laughs> And okay. then, nice. um, I, oh yeah, baking. I got into baking recently. Yes. Like for the past few oh, months. Yeah, been, nice, nice. Like, <laughs> since we live kind of near, we can, like, we can just like uh, no, drop it off near your gates. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've been baking. Uh, it's a slow process because um, when I, I, I don't really bake. And like my first few, um, my first few sorry my dad just like opened the door uh the first few times i tried baking uh i accidentally burnt not that he burnt but it became crispy instead of um, actually Mm. chewy chewy (laughs) like i i burnt cake i burnt uh crinkles i burnt brownies so i'm just like you know it's a learning curve but it's fun to bake Mm -hmm. too bad everyone's baking now because um Baking supplies have like been off the shelf for a while too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what about beef jerk baking? <laughs> because I guess I could bring I could bring it one day. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. It seems that baking has went from just a simple hobby to now a bunch or a multitude of local businesses. If you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, for me, naman, well, besides this podcast, of course, um, I also write a lot of blogs, like. I haven't been doing it as much now because now I've been focusing on this new side project of podcasting. But yeah, once in a while, maybe once a month, hopefully I can make it once a week again. I write a couple of blogs on my The Extraordinary Introvert WordPress website. And uh, I want to give these two a shout out because they've been reading my blogs even back in college. And uh, (laughs) hopefully, you know, once I know how to manage my time well, I will get back into the blogging scene. If anything, I'm going to write about how I started this podcast, you know, just to calibrate, Next, you know, these side right. projects of mine. Next thing you know, it becomes a blog, like blog. Sorry, vlog, but like, like vlog. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> like, we'll see. Yes. Jake Delro and YouTube. <laughs> Actually, mm. I do have an account, but it's mostly about these podcasts. So we're gonna figure out whether maglevel up ako in terms of <laughs> content. <laughs> So now that posted. Yep. So now that we have <laughs> these hobbies and all these very valuable nuggets of inputs and 
advice and information out of the way. I guess as a final wrap up, what are your final messages to my viewers and even to some of your friends who may be listening to this podcast? Like to those who are in the middle of their adulting or for even those who are like 30 and above but still don't know the nuances and don't know the tricks and tips of just adulting in general or even a teenager who is curious about how to explore and to traverse the world of adulting at a young age or who have no choice but to do so because of certain circumstances like what are your final pieces of advice to those who want to or for those who either want or need to pursue this world of adulting who wants to start (laughs) okay i'll start (laughs) maybe the most valuable thing that i've learned with uh almost no i think it's been two years um out of college so it's really that it's not a race adulting is not a race i've also been i I felt the pressure myself like what nikki was telling us about earlier um about um people having jobs and then you still being um like jobless like what also jake mentioned earlier so for me it's really not a race no one is keeping track of what you're doing maybe it's really pressure that maybe you're imposing upon yourself so i just want to tell everyone that um Take it, take it easy. Be kind to yourself. Do not let any pressure get to you. But maybe if it does, maybe it's a good thing to like um, vent it out to your close friends and you know just tell them how you're feeling. I think it really helps a lot. So it's really about um, finding your your place in the world, but not really in a hurry. So just do it at your own pace. Adulting is not a race. It's about how you um, grow as a person, mature as a person on your own pace. Really that. Mm-hmm. In simpler terms, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's like a Nicki Minaj song that had some a lyric like that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I think so. it was in, I think it was Megatron. <laughs> if ever the lyric comes up, the lyric will come up. Yeah. Uh, for me, my advice is uh. Likely, yes. Life is a journey, not a race. And um, when opportunities come, take it. Yeah. Because, like, I know. Because uh, I, I have seen, like what Leah said, but Jake, what you've said also, there are people like who are in their 30s and they still don't know how to adult. Or they're still trying to, they're still trying to be, adu- they're still adulting. Pa? Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, um, I've seen, I've actually had like, um, I've seen like adults who are my, our dad's ages and they still are adulting because they don't know how to adult yet. So it's like, and it's because they haven't really taken the opportunities that like, there's so many opportunities that present themselves that they're like, I'm waiting for the right opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just going to say for everyone who's adulting, take all the opportunities, uh, shot in the dark, all that stuff. Like we're still pretty young. There's still a lot of, there's, we could still risk a lot compared to like when we're older that because we still have like a lot of yeah because we still have a lot of safety nets especially since we're not we're just like putting our feet into the water pa. like compared to like if you're older there's not um our, we're already pretty submerged and like you could like any risk you take 
though it's good to take risks, it's riskier because like there's yeah. more chances for you to like drown into the water. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just mm-hmm. that's my advice. Just take the risk, take the opportunities, go for it. There's mm-hmm. nothing to lose but to lose the opportunity, the chance, or um, you know, those things in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are just straight up bars right there. And uh, basically, in in short, the shots you miss are the ones you don't take. And I know you said that in the previous episode, but I'm just gonna reiterate that because it is so important to just attempt your shots and to just, you know, take advantage of these opportunities that are presented at you. Like the worst thing you can do to yourself is just have these inner thoughts like hinder you from doing the things that you want to do, and for taking these risks. Of course, it's important to take calculated risks, but it's also it's it won't mean a thing if you don't end up doing that risk. So, yeah, uh, I agree with Nikki. Just uh, take those shots because you never know how much they will impact or even change your life in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I actually have a couple, but just to simplify, uh, I think number one, life doesn't end at twenty-five. I saw that post on Facebook like just this week. Usually, we have this misguided notion that you have to do all the things you want to do at 25. And I agree because that's youthful energy while you're young, right? Do all the things. But now that we are in this new normal, if anything, it kind of robbed us of doing the things, or at least some of the things that we want to do. Like, certainly, we can't travel. Certainly, we can't. We're not mobile enough anymore to just go around outside nonchalantly and just carefree even though deep down we have these desires me personally i have those desires but now we have to be extra careful with our movements and all that but even though like most of us are stuck at home and all that stuff it doesn't mean that our life is going to stop here it doesn't mean that life will end at 25 like you never know maybe by 30 you might get your big break i'm not saying it's going to take that long but as leah mentioned earlier it's all about knowing your timeline and it's about just respecting yourself in terms of like when these things are gonna happen not rushing yourself and just really opening yourself up to new opportunities so I think for me life doesn't end at 25 and even if you think that what you do is quote-unquote a little too late or a little behind schedule they're still about to happen regardless so that's just one important advice that I can give myself and I can give to my viewers and listeners and uh, number two and I think this is super important your network, your network does not equate your net worth. They complement each other. Yes, we're not gonna lie. It's important to have an uh, a solid networking system. It's a, it's important to like gain some acquaintances, some friends. But at the same time, they shouldn't fully de- define your net worth or your self worth in general. Like how much you can bring to the table and all that. They should just be complementary, but they should not be e- equals to each other. I think that. Though it is important to build a network, it doesn't equate to you being your full potential or you being who you want to be. That'll be up to you at the end of the day. So in this world of adulting where everything is laid in front of your face, whether it's looking for work, getting those government IDs, and all the other extra stuff on the side, really it's just all about being a balance, I think, as mentioned by Leah and Nikki Kanina, it's all about finding the right balance, is finding the right timing, and it's really associating yourself with the right people 
in order to have not the perfect, not the most perfect, but certainly the most ideal setup for just adulting life in general. So those are just some of my final words of advice before we uh, wrap it up right here. So um, are there any last minute like advice or tips? I know I keep saying that over and over, but there may have been stuff that you guys want to include that you may have forgotten earlier. So uh, now's your chance. I agree with the network isn't your net worth because like I've seen people who's like they can be they can be really popular around like have so many people like as their network, but you know if they're not gonna do anything about because they in it. The people around you is one thing, but you moving to our dear goals is like a whole other um, banana. So like, yeah, you know, so like, if you, like so, you know, you need the network obviously because it helps you advance. But yeah. if you already have the network and you're not doing anything with it, then that's just another opportunity lost with that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, turn the green like, And I like what you said about life doesn't end at 25. Cause like um, I've seen people who are like I have a cousin who only got like his biggest break now and he's and he's like what mid thirties. Oh wow! So it's like for me, it's like after all of like the odd jobs and everything, he's finally a pilot, which is right now on standstill because of you know quarantine. But hey, who knows? He got yeah. his big break as a pilot, and then. There's still chance that he could still, you know, fly again soon or fly with a different company, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing, mm-hmm. you know. Best wishes to your friend who's a pilot. Cousin. Or cousin, yeah. sorry. Cousin. <laughs> all right. How about you, Leah? Any final words or any like reactions mm-hmm. and stuff? I would um, second the motion about life not ending at 25 because of course for example you're fixed um, on a path right now and then maybe um, you get some you get a few bumps along the way so adulting is not a linear thing it can oh, yeah. be like a zigzag thing but then yeah. what's important is you have to be resilient and know grit grit is very important because amid all those um, setbacks and bumps along the way you know your goal so even though you get a lot of um, what they call this detours towards that goal but you know what your goal is um, then that alone like setting your mind to it for me that alone is adulting it's not just about government IDs not just about having jobs it's all about um, um, maybe establishing or setting a future for yourself but of course not to the point that it's your only path yeah. um, you just have to be resilient along the way and um, be flexible about it Oh yeah, definitely. So it's like that. For me, that's definitely. the adulting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree anymore with what you guys said earlier. So, uh, with that out of the way, um, we're gonna call it a wrap here. Thank you very much, Leah and Nikki, for taking the time. I know it's Sunday. I know, gusto lang matulog, especially now in this cuddle weather. But I truly appreciate the time that you dedicated for this episode. It was really helpful. It was really uh, enriching for most of my listeners I'm sure those peeps you know range 18 to 27 and even outside of my age range they could really relate to all of our experiences all the advices and all the other good stuff that you that y'all mentioned in this podcast 
no problem. It was having, it was fun. <laughs> oh yeah. That's cool. Had fun cool. <laughs> so um, before we go, are there any shameless plugs you would like to include? Like for the, for those who want to follow you guys, are there any links or any accounts or like any stuff that you would like to include? Uh, Maybe there's some small businesses that you guys have on the side that you want to bring up like, to my audience. So this is your time oh. to do it, guys. Uh, follow me on Instagram at it's Nikki with one K as in I T S N I K I W I T H number one K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what else is there? Oh yeah, uh, please buy from my family's restaurant. It's Aburi, your neighborhood Japanese restaurant. Currently, our BGC branch is open. Our branch in Alabang is open, and our branch in Laguna is open. But uh, hopefully, our QC branch should open again soon. It's just it's MECQ. It's hard to get people back and forth because there's no um, public transport. So, so guys, for me, it's, um, oh sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, basically, Nikki is with One K. If you're confused, just think of the singer Nikki from Eighty Eight Rising. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, just search my name. It's gonna pop up as me on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Okay, sorry for cutting you, Leah. Your turn. <laughs> no problem. Um, me, it's just um, on Instagram at alejo.lia. So whenever I buy from small businesses, like from my friends or from other um, stores, online stores, um, I plug it there. So maybe you can get more um, awareness on local businesses there. So that's good. There you go. There you go. So, those are the accounts that you guys should follow. Um, promise you, you're not going to be missing out on these ladies' content and all that. And I will surely be linking them in the description below and on my Facebook and IG posts for this episode. Uh, if you want to follow me, it is well. First, for my podcast account, it is at joat.pod.delrow. If you want to follow my personal account, it is at jake underscore delrow. If you want to check me out on Twitter as well, it is at underscore Dell underscore row underscore. And you can catch this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and on YouTube. Also, if you want to check me out on Facebook, it is at Jacob Alt. It is just type Jacob Alt Trades with Dell Row. And uh, those are all my plugs, and those those are the sites where you can follow me. So, with that being said. That's a wrap, y'all. Thank you for tuning in today. Magadel Bros, sisters. This has been your one and only Jacob of All Trades. And I'm Delro, signing out. Hanggang sa susunod na usapan at chikahan. See ya. Say bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>